feisty, fearless, and fair, telling all sides of the story. This is the Rita Cosby Show. Tonight on the Rita Cosby Show, some big news coming from the world of sports, but something that has captured the world over a miraculous recovery for Buffalo Bills safety, DeMar Hamlin. We also, of course, him collapsing during Monday night football. We talked about it last week when the 24-year-old suddenly went into cardiac arrest and collapsed on the field. And tonight, some big news that many of us are very, very happy about. And joining us now is our great sports guy, Ken Connolly. Ken, fill us in. Yes, Marita, uh, Yes, Rita, miraculous indeed. Hamlin was discharged from the University of Cincinnati Medical Center and transferred to the Buffalo General Medical Center to continue the next steps of his treatment just a week after suffering cardiac arrest on the field after making that ordinary tackle in the Monday night game against the Bengals. And doctors say that he's doing well, and he's well on the road to the recovery process. So it's all signs are pointing upwards for this young man, Rita. And also, I understand he also last week did a FaceTime too, right, with his teammates. Yes, um, talk he did. about that. That's incredible. Yes, he even he was rocking the um, the T shirt, which was um, that they that the team made for his recovery, and he was rocking the T shirt with his family watching the game after they beat the Patriots this past Sunday. T shirt says "Love Love for Demar" with his number on it. So they posted that on social media, and you know he was watching the game with his family, supporting the team. So it was really cool stuff. Awesome, and really some cool. big news on the contract too. Some good news that came on that front. Tell us about that, Ken. Yes. So the Bills and the NFL they kept it classy with regards to the four-year, three point sixty-four million dollar deal. It technically contains a split rate, meaning if he's on the injury reserve, he's only supposed to get half of that salary. So if he wasn't on the reserve, he would get the full eight hundred and twenty-five thousand. But since he's on the reserve, he would only get the four. He would only get four hundred fifty-five thousand, so about half of it. But the bills worked it out that so that he will receive the full amount rather than half. Very so, awesome. Pretty cool. Very awesome, Ken. Thank you very much. Great to have the good news, especially after last week where everything uh, just looked so bad. And it's amazing that here it is uh, a week later, and he's already back home in Buffalo. Everybody, what are your thoughts about it? Uh, this incredible recovery and this just amazing moment that I think has really unified everybody. I mean, and here we start the brand new year. I love being able to start with a good news story and something that many of us, quite frankly, did not expect. Uh, you, we had thought that potentially it could be life-threatening. It certainly was. Obviously, he was clinging to life. He was intubated at 100% oxygen. What are your thoughts about the fact that he has made this incredible recovery? And do you think this says something about the game in the future that people have to be worried about? 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Here is one of the doctors at the University of Cincinnati Medical Center uh, praising Damar Hamlin. Since our last update to you, Damar Hamlin has met a number of key milestones on his journey to recovery. I believe when Dr. Pritz and I uh, last met, uh, Damar was still intubated, intubated and on a ventilator. Obviously, since then, he has been extubated and has gone through a weaning of his oxygen. He has been up with physical therapy and occupational therapy, walking the unit, tolerating a regular diet, 
meeting with his family and, and many members of the care team that wanted to see how he was doing, all to get him to this point that he could be safely returned to Buffalo. Absolutely incredible. So many times you do these stories and it sure looked like it may have been a really dramatic turn for the worst. And the fact that here we are a week later after we all saw what uh, we witnessed, millions were witnessing, and the fact that he is now transferred to Buffalo is such great news, as you heard from our great news guy, Ken Connolly. Here's a little bit more. This is Clay Travis of Outkick Sports talking about just how incredible this moment is, not obviously just for DeMar and his family, but really for America at this moment where, boy, are we divided. It's the most unifying moment that I think sports fans have had since 9-11 happened uh, in this country. And certainly the NFL has had a lot of tumult, a lot of turmoil. Uh, But the fact that all these fans came together, raised over $8 million for his charity, that DeMar, a week after he collapsed on Monday Night Football, is now back in Buffalo right as the NFL playoffs begin. It is a tremendous story of sports and everyone coming together. I think it's the best of what America represents, and I think it's the most unified the NFL and American sports fans in general have been in a generation rooting for this guy to get well and seeing it happen so quickly. It's a phenomenal story to start off 2023 beyond a shadow of a doubt. I 1,000% agree, and we're happy to be able to share that here on the Rita Cosby Show. Meantime, tonight... So much news breaking. We're going to talk about President Biden's visit to the border. Uh, Was it a fact-finding or was it a fact-hiding mission? As you could tell, they definitely sanitized the streets uh, of El Paso. He didn't even talk to a migrant when he was down there. To me, that is absolutely stunning and absolutely shameful, and it just shows that this was just all about politics. It was all one big photo op and really says a lot about how they want to handle this crisis, that they don't even want to show him necessarily what's really going on down there. And we're going to talk about that later on in the show and also some other big news that has just been breaking, that the Justice Department is now looking into a handful of classified documents from President Biden's time as vice president, which ended up at a D.C. think tank that bears his name. The White House confirming tonight, this news just breaking a little bit ago, a small number apparently of sensitive documents from Biden's time as Barack Obama's number two as VP were located less than a week before last year's midterm elections at the Penn Biden Center for Diplomacy and Global Engagement. How come we never heard about that? Why didn't we hear about it prior to the midterm elections? Why are we finding out about it now? The material apparently was discovered by Biden's personal lawyers on November 2nd, and they were packing files apparently housed in a locked closet to prepare to vacate the office. That's what they're saying. Now, they're saying that the office space was used from mid-2017 until the start of 2020 campaign. So they're saying that this definitely was a time where the vice president, of course, had access to it, uh, was very much active in that location. And why are we finding out about it now? And I'm curious, why didn't they go in and raid the place just like they did Mar-a-Lago? I mean, talk about a double standard. As soon as I saw this, I'm like, are you kidding me? First of all, it happened prior to the midterm elections. 
Why didn't we at least hear about it prior to that? Um, apparently, CBS is saying there's no nuclear secrets in that. Uh, but still, it is sensitive, compartmentalized information as it's being described, meaning the highly sensitive information was obtained from intelligence sources. Boy, that doesn't sound good. So why didn't, like, you know, 60 agents go in a pre-dawn raid to the center, the Penn Biden Center for Diplomacy and Global Engagement? What is your reaction to this unbelievable development that now we're finding out post-midterms? And boy, does Biden have any standing to be criticizing President Trump? When this whole thing happened with President Trump and that dramatic raid at Mar-a-Lago, remember that everybody was talking about like, oh, gosh, it's so bad. And, and people who had been in Washington a long time were like, no, 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 no. Classified documents get moved all the time. They get, you know, taken all the time. It's usually always a negotiation. Often they end up in the hands of, you know, of presidents. And then there's this kind of discussion with the archives and everybody else in terms of returning them. That's why it was so weird that they went in on this pre-dawn raid into President Trump's home in Florida. And now we're finding out that President Biden actually had some sensitive documents himself. And we're learning about it now post the midterms. Why didn't we learn about it first off right when they apparently notified people? It was the attorneys that saw it. Also, can we trust that that's all there is? And now do the Democrats have any standing? Because constantly you hear from the Democrats, Mar-a-Lago, Mar-a-Lago, Mar-a-Lago. And in fact, just the other night on Friday night when we were with you, when uh, basically that final vote was in place for Kevin McCarthy, where he ended up getting, of course, the speakership. All I could think about was the speech right before it was Hakeem Jeffries. Remember Hakeem Jeffries? And he talked about how the Democratic Party is one of maturity, not Mar-a-Lago. He, like, took a swipe at President Trump and the documents. Meantime, here is his leader, the President of the United States, and he is indeed having his own series of classified documents. Talk about the pot calling the kettle black. I mean, this is outrageous. And there he is, the new minority leader, Hakeem Jeffries, taking a swipe at President Trump for Mar-a-Lago. That was just on Friday night. I remember hearing it and thought, oh, gosh, how distasteful. And now it's like such a bunch of hogwash. Here is Biden himself with some documents. So, again, where's the pre-dawn raid? at the Penn Biden Center for Diplomacy and Global Engagement. Does this just show to you, boy, are there different double standards everywhere? 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. And this is, again, President Biden's private office, apparently. It's an office where he had a series of different documents and This office has kind of come under question in the past for a number of other things, too, with other investigations or having other details. And why did it take the attorneys to suddenly discover that it was here? And just think about all the time that President Biden now has been swiping at President Trump for classified documents. Let's see if Merrick Garland goes after him. Do we need a special counsel now to look after President Biden? Maybe so, guys. I think so. You can't have double standards here. 
1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Stephen on line one. Stephen, this is unbelievable. When this just broke a little bit ago, you know, I thought, boy, what a bunch of hogwash coming from President Biden. Here he is with Absolutely. classified documents in his office, Stephen. My goodness. Rita, I would like to know, are there any classified documents in Rehoboth Beach, uh, Joe's Rehoboth Beach house, or any of his other houses. And that's simply the question that I bring up tonight. You know, why not just send over some, uh, a squad to search his house, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And by the way, you know, it's so interesting, Stephen, here we're finding out about it when apparently they reported it November 2nd before the midterm elections. How interesting that here it is. You know, it's two months later. Surprise, surprise. Meanwhile, like, you know, you know, President Trump, it was like the FBI is going in, you know, pre-dawn raid. You know, it was like, you know, uh, like, you know, suddenly it was like, you know, Hawaii Five O was coming in, you know. And yet here it's like, oh, whoa, this sort of subtly happened. And I'm sure they never wanted this to get out. Boy, does this look bad, Stephen. I'm sure that Trump and some. Uh, Republicans are going to say, well, let's uh, let's raid his uh, houses. It's bound to come up in the next few days. And this is this story will grow and it should grow. And um, who knows? One one very, very, very classified document, you know, can can um, give him uh, a quick exit. But anyway, it's 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 Amendment 25. It's Amendment 25, Rita. That's what it is. He He's just the first true test of the amendment to get a president out of office who is not physically well. It should be used, uh, you know, above above all of this claptrap, which is pure politics, you know, so. No, but that, that's time. a fascinating point, Stephen. Thank you. And by the way, um, you could bet that they're going to go, uh, maybe this doesn't look good. And also remember, the Republicans have said that mission number one, obviously looking into IRS, looking into COVID-19. They've also said they're going to look into the Biden family finances. So there's a lot there, guys. one 800 1-800-848-9222. We'll continue with your calls after the break. The Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Well, Biden may be shaking in his knees, not so strong. Especially after these new details tonight uh, that the U.S. attorney is reviewing classified documents from Biden's time as vice president. They were discovered in one of his private residences. So doesn't that sound a little familiar, like uh, the raid on Mar-a-Lago? And yet this seems like, oh, no big deal, just a few documents. Remember how like it was like house on fire? When they found documents at Mar-a-Lago and even after the raid of Mar-a-Lago, even a number of people in the mainstream media were questioning if it was maybe way too heavy handed. Take a listen. Remember this? This, I'm hoping, goes beyond simply 
not complying with some archiving laws or DOJ just handed Donald Trump the Republican nominee and potentially the presidency, if it's seen as some sort of massive overreach and not something incredibly serious, this is a very good day for Donald Trump. To send this kind of FBI team to the former president's home, there has to be something more than just a Presidential Records Act violation. This does step on Democrats' victory lap a little bit. As far as what Republicans are saying, they think that this is going to be very good for Republicans. Yeah, and you know what? A lot of people have said, boy, it's heavy-handed. And a lot of people who covered Washington said a lot of times these documents end up at different locations and they get returned. They couldn't remember when somebody kind of went in with guns blazing getting documents. And by the way, tonight, uh, I just had to laugh. Uh, there was some comments on CNN just a little bit ago. And they're like, well, Biden only had a few dozen documents. Uh, some had top security designation. Trump had 300, as if it's like a difference between the volume. That's not the issue here, guys. Also, the National Archives were notified uh, the day that the documents were discovered by attorneys, but the public didn't know about it. It happened right before the midterm elections. What a surprise that they maybe didn't want it to leak out that Biden was doing this. And then shame on Hakeem Jeffries, who is the new minority leader there in the House. He took some swipes, big time swipes at Trump. Um, just on Friday night, he's like, well, it's the difference between responsibility and QAnon. It's the difference between maturity and Mar-a-Lago. And it was so sort of like divisive at a time where he should have just been applauding Kevin McCarthy. So they're hitting on the documents. And now it turns out that his basically leader of his party, President Biden, who looks like he's going to run again, had his own classified documents, top secret also, by the way, everybody, that were in his private office that his attorneys happened to stumble on. What do you think about this? 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Does this really hurt any investigation of President Trump into Mar-a-Lago? I say yes, yes, yes. Let's go to Larry. Line four. Larry, your thoughts. Well, first of all, it seems like Mar-a-Lago has really just faded into the background. But I think what we have to do now going forward is we have to exploit this this piece of news to let the public know that Mar-a-Lago was done uh, by Biden strictly for the purpose of creating optics before the midterm elections. It was dirty, dirty politics. And it, this is evidence of it because Biden knew what he did himself. That's number one. Number two, going forward, we have to let the public know that the media is not on this star, on their side because this incident was not exposed before the, the, the midterms. If we hammer home both of those points, we have to, then we'll win. We have to exploit this incident to the max. And well, you know what? And Larry, you bring up a good point about um, the background of Mar-a-Lago because you just reminded me too because. Remember, Biden had to sign off, in other words, for the National Archives to basically go after the documents and say, you know, he had to waive executive privilege as the sitting president. So he really kind of opened the door for the investigation. And meanwhile, he had his own top secret documents that, as you aptly said, they did not want it to come out. And I think this blows the lid on Mar-a-Lago. It looks 
so bad. We're going to continue with calls after the break. This is the Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. The Rita Cosby Show presents Back the Blue. And in tonight's Back the Blue segment, a really powerful story coming from Denver, Colorado, where a Denver police officer was in the right place at the right time when a mother needed urgent help for her baby who was reportedly not breathing. It was around 1 o'clock when a mother was crying for someone to please help her child while they were in the downtown area of Denver. Fortunately, Denver Police Department Officer Dory was on duty during a parade to kick off a show just a couple blocks away, and that's when a man and his partner let Officer Dory know about the mother and her baby in dire need. Officer Dory immediately ran over to them, and upon arriving, police said Dory noticed the baby was not moving but was conscious. So Officer Dory took the baby from the woman and immediately began administering first aid. He first turned the child over, began patting their back, then cleared the airway, patted their back again until the baby began to cry. Officer Dory held on to the baby so the mom could gather herself And while doing so, he took his hat off and placed it on the baby to keep them warm. One onlooker said uh, that watching the scene as they saw the baby regain consciousness in the arms of the hero. The onlooker said, we onlookers watch with tears in our eyes as an unconscious baby regained color in your arms. An example of a truly amazing police officer. What a great story. And what an inspiring story. And it just shows the difficult work that our law enforcement have every single day. Well, we are talking about the blockbuster news that it turns out President Biden had some classified documents of his own at his private office at the Penn Biden Center for Diplomacy and Global Engagement Apparently, his personal lawyers stumbled onto it. And by the way, the documents were reportedly stored in a folder inside a box of other unclassified papers. Remember when President Trump got raided, that pre-dawn raid, and you would have thought, like, you know, they were going after a serial killer? And instead, they show up at Mar-a-Lago. And one of the contentions when they showed the pictures were essentially that Oh, unclassified documents were together with classified documents, and surely he had to know. Surely that looks bad. You really think that President Trump knew where every single document was? Just like you could say President Biden knew where every single document was? I mean, this is crazy. And his information, remember, was mixed in with, like, magazines and other things. And the media just went crazy saying, oh, God, how could they combine these top-secret documents with like magazines and unclassified documents. Well, it turns out Biden did the same thing. These documents were stored in a folder inside a box with these other unclassified documents. And apparently the closet was pulled out of an area inside a private office that belonged to President Biden. And these documents reportedly included top secret files designated sensitive compartmentalized information. That's how they were labeled. So the White House, at least, was informed of it. They apparently informed the National Archives. But guess what? They didn't tell the public about it. And think about how much 
President Trump was getting blasted during the midterm elections. He wasn't even on the ballot. But remember, they were blasting him left and right because they were clearly worried he was going to be running again. And remember, he announced soon after the midterms. But everything has been Trump, 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 how terrible Trump is. And they even have a special counsel right now, Jack Smith, who is investigating President Trump for the documents at Mar-a-Lago. And now we find out that President Biden had documents. And guess what? They told apparently, yeah, the National Archives. But guess what? They didn't tell the public because I'm sure he didn't want that to come out, especially right before the midterm elections. It came out, apparently, this discovery on November 2nd. So it was less than a week before last year's midterm all-important elections when they were blasting President Trump. Think about how many candidates, left and right, were blasting President Trump at every single turn, saying, oh, he had top-secret documents that he was hiding in his private residence. Nobody should have it here. That should not happen. That's ridiculous. That's not fair. That's inappropriate. That's illegal. And here we are. We're finding out two months later, President Biden, by his personal attorneys, found the documents. And it doesn't come out the next day. Suddenly it's like, you know, oh, it gets sort of, you know, trickled out. And then the mainstream media tonight is like, oh, well, you know what? No big deal. It's a different kind of amount. And, you know, um, you know, surely it must be a mistake on Biden's part. But you never heard that on Trump's part. Give me a break. What a bunch of hypocrites. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. I hope that we do not hear anybody on the Democratic side. How dare they criticize President Trump on Mar-a-Lago ever again? And quite frankly, there should be a special counsel tonight investigating Joe Biden. Why would you not have a special counsel looking at him when he was sitting there pointing the finger and he allowed that raid of President Trump to happen because he waived executive privilege, which allowed the National Archives to then go in and then complain to the FBI. And that's what basically sparked the raid. But it's okay if Biden does it. We're supposed to trust him. Boy, they have no standing now on this Mar-a-Lago case with President Trump. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. What are your thoughts about this? Let's go to Bob on line eight. Bob, your thoughts about this new epiphany of uh, Biden's documents. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, well, let me first say I'm a pro-Trumper reader. I listen to your show uh, ever since you started, and uh, I always enjoy it. But I must tell you that something doesn't sound right here to me uh, in the sense that why would Biden's personal attorneys betray him? Ah, that's interesting. So you think, well, two things. You bring up a great point. Like, what, were they supposed to call and say, hey, uh... This has got to be hidden. You think there's some politics maybe behind it that they wanted it to come out? Well, why not? I mean, considering how many other things they corrupt, why would they do something, you know, know, uh, and, and not hide this? Why would they make it public? Something's not right. It yeah, just that, doesn't sound right. To that's me. an interesting point. And why are we finding out about it now, too? What do you make of the timing, too, that we're finding out suddenly, you know, here it is uh, two year, two months later? I mean, that's a Who good knows? amount of time. Who knows? But I mean, what 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 attorney 
Okay, they would have had to have told him before that stuff was released. And if there was, in my opinion, if there was anything in there that he wanted to hide, he would have told them, I would think, forget about it. You don't know anything. You never saw any of this. Listen, that's a good point. You know, Bob, you bring up a great point. By the way, obviously, I'm happy that they had a conscience (laughs) and I'm happy that uh, they legally are obviously obligated to report it. Um, It's not that they can sweep it under the rug. And maybe there were a number of them that were present because they say that it was lawyers, plural. So uh, maybe it wasn't his uh, like, you know, who knows, his good buddy or whoever, right hand attorney who might kind of kick it under the rug. Um, clearly, it was multiple people, so they had multiple witnesses that sort of, quote, stumbled on this, which makes it a lot more complex. But you bring up a great point. Um, you know, why is it getting out here? Um, is there some politics? Is somebody trying to maybe diminish Joe Biden and say he's tainted, you know, between this and between the investigations that's about to come of Hunter and everything else and the border and everything else? Uh, who right. knows? You're right. That's a great point, Bob. What do you think? Is it a political tee-up against him? Well, it could very well be. I mean, you know, they, when you have, you know, thousands and thousands, just as an example, thousands of people floating across this border, for example, one of many things, oh, no, we have the border, the border under total control. I mean, come on. <laughs> you know what I mean? So they lie about everything. And I just, something is not right here, in my opinion. Very interesting, Bob. Great points. And in fact, everybody, I want to play. Here's a little comment of Trump actually describing the raid soon after it happened. Uh, Take a listen to this. Sir, the FBI just came in. I said, what? The FBI? Who? And they go, the FBI. And I said, how many people? Many, many people, sir. Many, many people. And I couldn't believe it. And they wanted to do it quietly, silently. And I said, what do you mean silent? They're not silent because I watched the way they were so horrible to so many people that you know and that I know that are good people where they just attacked them in the house. And they wanted to do it quietly. And by four o'clock in the afternoon, we started getting little strange calls like from a group called the media, if you've ever heard of them. And they said something strange is happening at Mar-a-Lago. There are people standing at the gates with AK-47s or some kind of a very sophisticated gun. And what's happening at Mar-a-Lago? And when I heard that, I said, well, let's put out a notice that we were attacked or raided or broken in by the FBI. I was I couldn't believe it. Raided by the FBI. We all saw it. You saw the images. There's no doubt they were there. Uh, Guns drawn. They were there. The place wouldn't allow his attorneys. And yet we are hearing now, as we were just talking about, that Biden's personal lawyers discovered it in his home? Where's the raid? Where's the raid? That's my question. Where's the double standard? Where clearly is here? There's no question. Where's the special counsel that needs to be appointed to look into it? And how can we trust that Biden's personal lawyers got it all? How do we know that they got it all? We don't know. Maybe they just happened to get one section, but did they look at every other location? Some of you have called up and said, hey, what about uh, Rehoboth? What about a couple of these other locations? Who's to say? What does Hunter have? I'm curious about that. That guy's high as a kite half the time. Who knows what he's got? 1-800-848-9222. 
1-800-848-9222. Let's go to BJ. Line 8. BJ, your thoughts. This is just mind-blowing when I hear this. And, and boy, what a different standard that this has happened. And Merrick Garland is, is such a political animal. It's disgusting. It truly is. Number one, I'm taking a... Uh a mulligan because it's my birthday, and I... Hey, uh, wait, is today your birthday, BJ? Yes, the happy, day after Elvis Presley. Oh, well, happy birthday, BJ. Yes. How awesome. I'm so glad you called in. We love you. And, and we love you, too. And uh, Richard Nixon also shares this wonderful day with me. Uh, to me, he was Trump without Twitter uh, in so many ways. <laughs> yes. uh, but uh, getting back to the matters at hand... Uh, this effectively, in my mind, nullifies the Mar-a-Lago uh, misplaced documents case. Uh, this is, cancels it out. The treasure trove, however, is in the uh, laptop, the laptop from hell uh, that Miranda Devine, she laid it all out. She should join forces with Peter Schweitzer, who did the Clinton cash expose. Yeah. And this needs to be brought to a vote in Congress as to whether or not uh, impeachment proceedings should be br- brought uh, because clearly the laptop leads a lot to uh, question uh, the, uh, it's, it's suppressing uh, it being suppressed during the election. Uh, the, 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 these documents, this is a nothing burger, both for Trump and, and for Biden. OK, this is this is just another part of the kitchen sink that they threw at Trump. That that boomerang that I told you last summer, it boomer it would boomerang on him. And this is the boomerang coming back at the the Biden administration. Well, and uh, and the irony is, BJ, I I said at the time, because I have covered in Washington many a time where documents were, you know, taken by different presidents. And to me, I agree with you at the time. I thought I've never seen anybody going with a guns drawn. There was always this negotiation back and forth. And it always seemed so inflated to me uh, that they actually did this. But boy, does this just make Biden look like one big hypocrite. And 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 I agree with you. It's a boomerang and it nullifies it. Like I thought at some point at the end of the day, maybe Jack Smith would say, you know what? Historically, this this because you could see the arguments. Now, if I'm Trump tonight, I'm just going to say, well, well, uh, where's the raid on Biden's office? You know what I'm saying? Like this, this, this gives Trump so much ammunition in this case right now. If I'm Jack Smith, I'm sitting there with egg on my face going, what do I do now? Yeah. Well, I tell you, they they don't know what to do. They're looking at each other, scratching their heads because Biden, uh, uh, Donald J. Trump is he's like the Terminator. He ain't going nowhere. He he got he got his his guy in to be the the, the speaker. Uh, you know, he's who's really running the party? Who's really running the party? Is it is it Mitch McConnell? Not really. I think it's Donald Trump. And and this was last week uh, that that fifteen uh, vote. A fiasco that was a victory for trump trump ultimately oh no so, question um, and by the way mccarthy also credited trump like literally when he came right out after he won the speakership he came out and said there's no way i would have been in this position if no president way. trump hadn't backed me and hadn't made those calls because he you could no see way. remember you could even see marjorie taylor green at one point was holding up a phone and it said dt like basically donald trump's coming in uh one of you guys on the freedom caucus take this call you know and like you could see he was definitely doing things behind the scenes and, and also very publicly supporting mccarthy and the democrats don't like it and this but tonight this news, BJ, I think cuts them to their knees. I think it, this is disastrous for the Democrats and, and good news for President Trump.
moves now. They're out. Of, they're totally. They're out of moves now. It's 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 all about. Uh, you know, I think they they need to stop trying to impeach Donald Trump. Okay, he's been out of office a while now. I think they need to to drill down and and kind of like, you know, uh, it's all about loss prevention time. Look at the border. Look at the crazy gas prices. Look at the crazy inflation. Uh, look at the, the 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 interest rate that's spiraling out of control and. Do something about it. Yeah, absolutely. Work. Right. Focus on the issues. And and they don't want, obviously, the Republicans focusing on border or any of those things or Hunter Biden. Uh, but it will be cracked wide open, I think, in a big way. And I think this tonight is explosive. Does it nullify Mar-a-Lago, everybody, as BJ was just so eloquently saying? 1-800-848-9222. And I'll continue with your calls. After the break. The Rita Cosby Show. And we are talking on the Rita Cosby Show. This big, stunning news that now the U.S. attorney is reviewing classified documents that were located during President Biden's time as vice president in a location, one of his private offices. They stem from that time, but they were just discovered, uh, as we're all a little skeptical of this, Biden's personal lawyers on November 2nd, 2022. So just a few days before the midterm elections. And they were Packing files housed in a locked closet to they were preparing to vacate this office space. It is a private office of President Biden. And it was during his time, apparently, as vice president that these documents would have been taken. Boy, that's a long time, too. So, boy, am I sitting there going, I agree with BJ, who just called in, that this really nullifies everything about Mar-a-Lago. I mean, you think about everything that happened during the Mar-a-Lago raid, the guns blazing, people coming in. It was like insane. And now we're finding out that the president of the United States, who was blasting President Trump, that he himself had classified documents and apparently some of them labeled as top secret. So, boy, is this president a hypocrite? And why didn't they go in with guns blazing? To his private office and demand that his attorneys step out. Why didn't they suddenly appoint a special counsel like they couldn't wait to do against President Trump? President Trump, my goodness, you would have thought it was like Hannibal Lecter the day that they went in with the Mar-a-Lago raid. It was so unbelievable and so just over the top. Everybody knew about it. They couldn't wait to tell the media all about it because it was such a big scene. Suddenly all these FBI cars swarming, remember, in the wee hours of the morning. And remember, Trump wasn't even there. Remember, he was up in New Jersey at the time and he was calling his attorneys going, hey, what's going on? And they're like, I don't know. All these FBI people are here and they've got a warrant and they're going in and they're doing this. Remember all that? And now we're finding out that casually somehow President Biden via his private attorneys who happened to stumble on it and we're supposed to trust them that this is not some major conflict of interest. And I just find it so unconscionable because think about how many times they have been blasting President Trump 
over and over again about Mar-a-Lago, treating him like again, like he's like, you know, like the world's worst, like he's El Chapo, basically. And now they're like, oh, boy, President Trump and Mar-a-Lago and what a thief to have those documents. And it turns out President Biden had some of his own. What a bunch of hypocrites. And I do agree that it nullifies Mar-a-Lago, or at least it should nullify Mar-a-Lago. That's the one thing. Gosh, for sure. Well, here is Lara Trump. This is what Lara Trump had to say right after the raid of Mar-a-Lago because, boy, she couldn't believe it happened. Take a listen to Lara Trump. I have spoken to my father-in-law, and I got to tell you, you know, he's as shocked as anybody. I think for someone and anyone, quite frankly, who loves this country and believes in America, this should shake you to your core. What has happened today? This is a very clear demarcation in the history of America. Uh, Never before have we seen something like this happen, where an unannounced raid by the FBI is conducted on a former president of the United States. Former president of the United States. And here is Eric Trump, the son of President Trump, commenting about it. He couldn't believe it either. Take a listen. You know, they went after him. They went after all of us. There's no family in American history that has taken more arrows in the back than the Trump family every single time. And you know what? It's gone on past politics. It is past politics. When we come back, we're going to take your calls on this. This, to me, is ab. Absolutely stunning. And it looks so bad for President Biden. And how dare they whatsoever criticize President Trump? And Hakeem Jeffries took a swipe at Mar-a-Lago just a few days ago. We're going to take your calls and talk about this after the break. This is the Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is the Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. And later on in this hour, we're going to talk about President Biden finally going to the border. Uh, It was one big photo op. He was there just a little over three hours. Didn't even talk to a migrant. Somehow they weren't around to be found. Yet we know that many of them crossed the border uh, this weekend illegally. We were hearing the numbers from Customs and Border Protection, and they were basically saying that the numbers were very high. Yet somehow they weren't able to talk to the president, and somehow... I couldn't believe he was walking along the wall at the border, too. That was a whole other thing. The wall that he wanted taken down, there he is, like, walking with the border agents. I'm glad he finally went to the border, but I'm not confident it's going to change his policies whatsoever. He's not even admitting that it's a crisis. He calls it a situation, and we're going to get to that later on in the show because it really is absolutely incredible. Meantime, the other big, big news that we're talking about tonight is that classified documents from President Biden's time as vice president, remember, under Barack Obama, have now been discovered in a private Biden office. Apparently, they were discovered by his personal lawyers 
before the midterm elections. And here we are just finding out about it two months later. I find it no coincidence, I'm being facetious, that they didn't release that they found these classified documents apparently in this private office tied to Biden. They didn't admit to it until now. We're just getting word that the U.S. attorney is looking through them. They're reviewing them. They're going through the documents. Apparently, these private attorneys stumbled upon a sort of locked area inside a closet, opened it up, and they found these documents that are said to be top secret, sensitive information. Sound familiar? Well, it should. Because remember, when they raided Mar-a-Lago in the pre-dawn hours, remember when the FBI came in, it was like, oh, there's these top secret documents there. A president shouldn't be having them. Well, wait a minute. You know, that was, again, former President Trump. And he said, listen, I didn't really realize I had it. There's also always documents that presidents and others have in their possession that they may not realize that they hand over. There's always discussions about what they can keep, what they can't keep, what they may want for a library at some point, whatever the case is. But yet, remember how much President Biden was blasting him? And remember on the campaign trail, oh boy, they were going crazy about everything that was happening to President Trump. And how terrible he looked and what a criminal he was to have these documents at Mar-a-Lago, his private residence. Well, boy, doesn't it look pretty bad for President Biden now that these documents were discovered in his private residence and they're documents from his time as vice president. I think it looks so hypocritical of him to be now blasting President Trump about it. And by the way, these documents were discovered again November 2nd, a few days before the midterm elections. So you know that President Biden was aware of it. You know the White House was aware of it. Probably others in the Democratic Party certainly were aware of it. Clearly his attorneys were and probably the assistants to the president. A whole bunch of people were aware of it. And yet they have continued since November 2nd to blast President Trump for the documents that he kept at Mar-a-Lago. You've heard the Democrats, they constantly do it. And constantly, by the way, right before the midterm elections. That is unbelievable. What a hypocrite. He has these classified documents in his private office. He knows about it. First of all, how dare he be criticizing President Trump for what's at Mar-a-Lago? And second of all, for him to continue to do that up until the midterms and after the midterms when he knows these documents have been discovered at his private location. Makes me wonder, what else is there? Are there documents about Hunter Biden there? Are there other documents there? Did they really scour it? And why wasn't there some FBI raid of President Biden's former office? Give me a break. This looks so bad and this looks so hypocritical. And to me, It is just downright, just such a double standard. And I think we were just talking about the fact that this may nullify everything at Mar-a-Lago. Anytime that this president tries to open up and talk about Mar-a-Lago, I'm going to be like, yeah, right. Because it makes me wonder, what else does he have in his possession? If he suddenly stumbled upon that, wouldn't you think that he would have checked his own locations before he starts criticizing the former president of the United States? for the raid in Mar-a-Lago, for what happened and all the documents that President Trump 
that were down there. And he was saying, oh, gosh, they were mingled with, you know, unclassified documents and just regular ordinary paperwork. How sloppy, how reckless. Well, it turns out that these documents were also intermingled in President Biden's private office, apparently with other documents that were unclassified. So classify and unclassified were mixed together. Sounds awfully familiar. And yet President Biden continued to blast President Trump, and he was doing the same thing. Give me a break. This, to me, is so outrageous. And remember, here is President Trump soon after he had that raid, and this is what he had to say about it. Take a listen. We are a nation in decline. We are a failing nation. We are a nation that has the highest inflation in over 40 years, where the stock market just finished the worst first half of a year in more than five decades. We are a nation that in many ways has become a joke. But soon we will have greatness again. There is no mountain we cannot climb. There is no summit we cannot reach. There is no victory we cannot have. We will not bend, we will not break, we will not yield, ever, ever, ever. The tyrants we are fighting do not stand even a little chance. Because we are Americans, and Americans kneel to God and God alone. And it is time to start talking about greatness for our country again. We will not kneel, we will not bend, we will not break. And remember, this was a very optimistic message, but he also definitely was outraged at the raid at Mar-a-Lago, understandably. And now tonight, I can't imagine, I can't wait to hear President Trump's reaction to the fact that now classified documents were found in President Biden's private residence. Boy, I can't wait for that reaction. Here is President Trump right after everything happened when he was doing an interview, too, as well. Take a listen to this one. Sir, the FBI just came in. I said, what? The FBI? Who? And they go, the FBI. And I said, how many people? Many, many people, sir. Many, many people. And I couldn't believe it. And they wanted to do it quietly, silently. And I said, what do you mean silent? They're not silent because I watched the way they were so horrible to so many people that you know and that I know that are good people where they just attacked them in the house. And they wanted to do it quietly. And by four o'clock in the afternoon, we started getting little strange calls like, from a group called The Media, if you've ever heard of them. And they said, something strange is happening at Mar-a-Lago. There are people standing at the gates with AK-47s or some kind of a very sophisticated gun. And what's happening at Mar-a-Lago? And when I heard that, I said, well, let's put out a notice that we were attacked or raided or broken in by the FBI. I I couldn't believe it. He couldn't believe it. And now... Many of us, obviously at the time, couldn't believe it. I thought it was heavy-handed and outrageous at the time, completely politically driven. And now we're finding out that President Biden had documents tied to his vice presidential tenure, still sitting in his office as he is running for president. This is apparently the office that he had in 2017, and he had it Uh, basically until 2019, until he launches 2020 presidential campaign. 
So what other documents are there? Why is there not a raid on this private office? And what about the other locations where President Biden's been? Rehoboth, what about other locations? I, I'm really curious. one 833 is our backup number tonight. We have a special backup number for you. one 833 is the number to call. What do you think about the fact that President Biden now has classified documents found? And to me, what is so shocking is to sit and look at the media because the media tonight is like, well, I was watching CNN and MSNBC and they're like, well, you know what? This is different, you know, uh, because, well, the president's attorneys discovered them and then they reported it to the archives. And so they were making them aware about it. And, and this is what's different about President Trump, because they know they have egg on their face. How many people in the media remember when this happened? That they were just like, oh, I can't believe this. This is just stunning. I can't believe that Trump would have classified documents. Every president knows XXX. That's so untrue. That is so untrue. And yet they couldn't wait to use that opportunity to swipe big time at President Trump. And now tonight they're trying to justify how this is different. It is not different. This is outrageous. And guess what? No Democrat should be criticizing Trump about Mar-a-Lago again. Boy, does this look so bad. Talk about egg on your face. Our number again as a backup tonight is 833-969-4447. Everybody call 833-969-4447. And I will take your calls when we come back, listen to the double standards. And you can imagine in the White House, they got to be like, oh, boy, I can't believe this leaked out. They probably thought it'd be like under the radar. No way. We're talking about it here on The Rita Cosby Show. The Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. special well this is quite special this news tonight dropping that apparently classified documents have been found from biden's time as vice president in biden's private office mingled with unclassified documents so i think this just basically nullifies all the criticism by the democrats of president trump you can hear tonight the media is like, well, there's a little difference because it was more documents by Trump. Uh, this was not as many documents. And they're like, oh, there were no nuclear secrets in this one. Uh, trying to intermingle and try to like say, well, wait a minute, because Trump had more documents. Give me a break. Boy, do the Democrats look so politically driven, which I always thought was the case by that over-the-top raid. What are your thoughts, everybody? Our number tonight, we have a backup number, by the way, just for tonight. It's 833-969-4447. 833-969-4447 is the number to call. And boy, 
does President Biden look bad? And my question, you know, is interesting. Uh, in the last hour, one of you guys have brought up the fact they thought it was interesting that it came out now. They thought it was interesting as Biden is thinking about running again. He's kind of hinted that he may be running very soon. The timing is really fascinating that the leak came out now about this case and that it came out publicly. And why did it take so long? Why wouldn't you find out earlier? We should have known day one and we should have known before the midterm elections. Don't you think people might have thought twice because it was like, oh, Trump is corrupt, corrupt, corrupt. And now we're finding out that Biden was doing the exact same thing. Boy, does he look bad. The number again is 833-969-4447. And that is our special number tonight. Let's go to line two. Let's go to Anne, who is there from Staten Island. Anne, what are your thoughts about all of this? This is really amazing. Anne, go ahead. I hear you now. Go ahead. Can you hear me? I can hear you now, Rita. Oh, perfect. Perfect. What do you think, Anne? Isn't this crazy? I really think, and I think that somebody may have said it before, but I couldn't get through. I was trying. I really think, you know, the Democrats eat their own. They really do. And you know what they say, that expression, don't ever spit in the wind. And they were doing a lot of spitting at Trump. So I think that they set Biden up because they don't want him to run again. And he just announces that he's going to run again, and they don't want him to. I think that his own party is doing him in. That's a great point. By the way, I wouldn't be surprised because they definitely don't want him to run again. And he's in la-la land thinking that he's able to do it. Uh, that's a great point, Anne. Thank you very, very much. Let's go to line four. Let's go to Kathy, who's there from Indiana. Kathy, Ann just brought up a great point that maybe this is sort of like trying to sabotage Biden from running again. What do you think about this, Kathy? Hi, Rita. Yeah, my thought on this is that the Biden team is trying to clean house and get things out because they know these investigations are coming. Ah, so they were what, going in? And like, that's a great point. Like, what kind of drew them to go to these apartment, you know, this private uh, office space now? Um, and isn't that interesting? You know what? You know what? That's a very insightful point, Kathy, because here it is. Apparently, they discovered it, they claim, uh, November 2nd. So if they discovered it November 2nd, that's right before the elections. And you're right. Maybe they were going in there trying to see what kind of stuff, knowing that maybe suddenly there'd be subpoenas coming, you know, if the GOP. And remember, obviously, the GOP has the House. But there was this big prediction of a red wave, a big, huge red wave. And maybe they expected that suddenly, like, all these different things would be subpoenaed and looked into and checked. Um, and you're right. That's really interesting. Is that what you think in terms of the timing? Because they really did think that potentially that maybe the Senate and the House would go into GOP hands. I do. And I think it's partly because he is planning on running and they're thinking, well, we get these out and it's a it's a no big deal, you know, by the time it comes around. But I think they're in for a big surprise. Yeah, I do, too. Um, and I also think, look, the GOP. Uh, a little bit of a bumpy start, but but they are full steam ahead right now. 
And they've already said that top of the list is going to be looking at the Biden family, also IRS. Obviously, these IRS agents, there are so many things top of the agenda. We're going to continue with your calls, everybody. A special number tonight, 833-969-4447. This is the Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Show presents Support Our Heroes. And in tonight's Support Our Heroes segment, which I love doing every night here on the Rita Cosby Show, where we honor our great military and their families. A beautiful story coming from Springfield, Missouri, where veteran Edgar Fox turned 100 years young on Saturday, and the city of Springfield and the governor's office honored him on Sunday afternoon. Sergeant Ed Fox served our country for almost 27 years, and he said, I'm only 100, and it's quite a party. He also said, I am very proud and appreciative of the people that you're seeing here today. And boy, are we appreciative of him. Fox received a special gift from the mayor there who made January 7th, Ed Fox Day. Uh, The mayor further said, we listed several things that he has done going back to World War II and also what he continues to do. The main thing is that we proclaim today Ed Fox Day in the city of Springfield and honor his service. Mayor further said, if you look at what he's done through an extraordinary career going back to his World War II service, Midway service on Iwo Jima, he has been part of some of the most critical points in our nation's military history. And a very humble Ed Fox said, I believe I was fortunate to be able to live long enough to serve my country. What a beautiful man and a great veteran. And how beautiful that January 7th is Ed Fox Day in Springfield, Missouri. What a beautiful way to recognize this great veteran and how wonderful that he is able to see it. Well, we are talking about this bombshell information that just came out, even though these documents were discovered on November 2nd by supposedly President Biden's personal attorneys who are clearing out his offices at the Penn Biden Center. Now, what have you just called? I thought it was really fascinating. You had just brought up the point that it's interesting that they were going around and clearing out his office. Why were they clearing out his office now? Were they wondering prior to the midterms, once the Republicans presumably were going to take over, we know that they're taking over the House and they're full steam ahead, um, would that put him in a very vulnerable position if they started subpoenaing for them to go through his offices and other documents and look? So were they trying to clear things out? And guess what? Surprise, surprise, surprise. Who's that Gomer Pyle who said that? Surprise, surprise, surprise. Look what they stumbled upon in a closet that was locked in with unclassified documents. They ended up finding a whole bunch of top secret documents, apparently dozens of them. So how dare he criticize President Trump for having some at Mar-a-Lago? What a bunch of hogwash. And, of course, this comes at the same time as Jim Comer, Congressman Jim Comer, who is in charge of the oversight committee in the House, says they are going full steam ahead on President Biden, looking into all the background, remember, with Hunter and the big guy and all that stuff. 
And boy, do they have a lot now more ammunition with what's just been discovered in Biden's own private office. This is Jim Comer before this big bombshell discovery came out. And you know James Comer is going tonight. Maybe we need to look into some more private offices of the big guy. Take a listen. Tell me how you're going to try to departisanize an investigation or do you expect it to be partisan? Well, with all due respect, Chuck, I, I disagree with that. I think the only people that see this as a partisan investigation are the media and the hardcore Democrats. Look, uh, at the same moment that the Democrats on the Ways and Means Committee released Donald Trump's taxes, uh, they then moments later turned around and said uh, Comer's investigation of the Biden family influence peddling is a revenge hearing. I mean, are you kidding me? Look, a Harvard poll just came out and said 65% of the Americans believe that uh, the contents of Hunter Biden's laptop should be investigated. But let me be clear. We're not investigating Hunter Biden. We're investigating Joe Biden. And I think any American who's kept up with the political process over the past two administrations would agree. We need to know uh, what is allowable and what isn't allowable with respect to uh, foreign adversarial uh, intervention among family members of presidents of the United States. That's something that the Democrats complained about with Kushner, and certainly the Republicans, myself included, have complained about you with see Biden look, and so Jim if, Biden, if the you president's didn't like, son and brother. We've got this. to do something about you, it. Yeah, and you could hear that Chuck Todd didn't want to hear any of that. And now here's the news tonight that Biden, who was blasting Trump over the Mar-a-Lago docks and his team, and Hakeem Jeffries, who's the new House Minority Leader, too. Guess what? Now there's classified docs found in President Biden's private office. That's an office he used, again, between his vice presidency, 2017, all the way to basically when he launched his campaign for president in 2019. What else is there? What did they stumble upon? And how can we can we trust this attorney general who has been so partisan that he's really going to be fair about that one? when they couldn't wait to investigate President Trump. I mean, this to me is just, this is the definition of insanity. And I think they owe President Trump one big apology. 1-800-833-RATHER-969-4447 is our special number tonight. 833-969-4447 is our special number tonight. Uh, Let's go to line three. Let's go to David from the Bronx. Um, David, your thoughts about all of this and the fact that now Biden had classified documents and apparently also, David, um, classified as top secret. So a pretty high level of classification in his private office. And it was discovered two months ago. We're just finding out about it, David. Yeah. uh, Good evening, Rita. Um, There's a huge difference between what just happened with Biden's office and Trump. Okay, firstly, these documents were discovered in an office that may have not even been used by President Biden very often. We don't know if he even were, was aware that they were in there. And the other thing is Trump had thousands of documents, including hundreds of top secret documents, which he refused to return. These documents were found by President Biden's attorneys who immediately turned them over to the National Archives, who referred the matter to the Justice Department, which is now investigating. That is not what happened with Donald Trump, okay? Donald Trump kept lying about the documents that he had. His attorneys kept certifying that they'd all been returned when they had not. 
So this is not the same thing at all. Actually, I, I disagree on a whole bunch of levels, David. First off, if you well, well, no, let me tell you why, because they were blasting Trump. How could you have these documents? How could you? And now we're supposed to trust that they just sort of stumbled on them. Well, why wouldn't you trust Donald Trump that he didn't know they were there? You, you What I think is important, I we don't know that President Trump knew where some of the documents were. He has Mar-a-Lago is an enormous place. I bet you it's a lot bigger than Biden's office. I'm sure of that. <laughs> you know, I'm being facetious because obviously it is. So there's a lot of places for different documents to be. And now suddenly his attorneys, I'm talking about Biden, stumble on these documents. And, and your logic that it's a different amount of numbers, we don't know that. Maybe this is just the tip of the iceberg. And, and it doesn't make yep, a difference. You know but, but, but David, that's like saying, well, he only robbed the bank once and he robbed the bank twice. So, boy, is he terrible. But let's forget about the guy who robbed the bank once. And, and the point I bring up, David, when this story broke, um, and I would have said this if, if the shoe were on the other foot, say it had happened and, and it was Biden in his office. These happen all the time where these documents end up in president's hands or vice president's hands in this case, because they're from his time as a vice president, Biden's time as a vice president, David. They end up all the time. This is standard procedure. And then there's this back and forth negotiating because sometimes they want it for their library. Sometimes they used it for research. A lot of times they don't know it's there. I'm even giving Biden the benefit of the doubt that he didn't know it's there. Maybe he did know it's there. You know, I mean, how do you know that we're we're, somehow you're willing to trust Biden and his team, but you're not willing to trust Trump and his team. I mean, that's not fair. Either you trust him or you don't trust him. Can I answer that, please? You may. Okay. The, The big difference, Rita, is that Trump was made aware about his documents very shortly after he left office. There was negotiations going back and forth between the archives and Trump. And they kept saying, we've given everything back when it was clear that they did not. They went out of their way to conceal documents. Documents were moved. They certified that they had returned all the documents. From by the way, by the way, but David, David, here. I bet you, I, I, I bet you the vice president, when he left office, had to certify to the National Archives that he returned what was ever in his possession. Because technically, at the time that he had these documents, when he was in this office, he was not vice president. He was a private citizen at this point. He had left the vice presidency, and this was when he was a private citizen. So he shouldn't have had these documents either. So I'm just saying to you that he would have had to have certified anybody when they leave office, if they're president or vice president or somebody who had a classified clearance, which clearly president or vice president have the highest, they would have had to classify. So he would have had to do the same thing and say, I don't have anything. So so he wasn't uh, – you're, you're, in other words – You trust Biden, but you don't trust Trump. My point is Biden had to have certified that he didn't have any. And I don't think his office was that big, this office, you know. And and so it it just doesn't work. You can't have it both ways, David. That's the point. Go ahead. Well, this this story just came out. We don't know all the facts yet, but we do know a lot about what Trump did. And I know you don't like talking about what Trump did. No, okay. I just I just don't like double standards. That's where I don't like it. Well, and and I don't. And by the way, this either. happens all the time. I'm willing to give Biden the benefit of the doubt that he didn't know it was there. And I'm also willing to give Trump the benefit of the doubt that that some of them either he didn't know were there or as he's even said that he may have cleared them. 
So it, it may be like a moot point. So there, that's why there, there's when you get into these things, there's a lot of times where the president can waive clearance. And he had a process where he was waiving clearance. So he well may have thought he had only, you know, unclassified documents in his possession. There, there's you don't. And it's not like the president sits there and looks at every little nook and cranny of their place. And I'm willing to I'm willing to say that Biden maybe didn't know. But then you have to also believe that Trump didn't know, too. And you don't seem to want to do it both ways. Well, that's been investigated. There hasn't been charges filed against President Trump yet. And if they are. Yeah, but they I came in with guns blazing. Mar-a-Lago. Like, I mean, look at the different procedure that this is already talk about a double standard. By that standard, there should be an FBI raid of, of Biden's office. At this point, there should be an FBI raid of uh, Biden's office and his other locations. And I'm really suspicious, David, at the fact that this happened right before, right before the midterm elections. I mean, I I don't find that. Oh, they suddenly found it. What they just happened to be doing a little house cleaning at one of his offices. Maybe they were worried about other documents that they might find that they were trying to move or trying to do. Who knows? Remember, they they knew that there is going to be a full throttle basically full throttle investigation of the Biden family. So what were they suddenly doing? House cleaning? I don't believe in coincidences. A few days before the midterms. Wow. Isn't that interesting? Wow. 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 But David, I love you. And I always appreciate your calls. Thank Thank you. Thank you very much. Let's go to line four. Let's go to Mark from Kentucky. Uh, Mark, you know, it is really interesting. The timing of this as again, news is breaking and David and I are just kind of going through it because news is just coming out about this, but that we're finding out that they happen to be kind of going through and cleaning out his office, clearing out his offices a few days before the midterms. That's kind of interesting. What do you, you know, what do you make of that where everybody thought there'd be a red wave? They clearly said we're going to be investigating. Uh, that's kind of interesting timing, Mark. Let me tell you something. Where's Stan in this basement? Stan should be steep, steep, speaking right now. The bottom line is what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Am I right or wrong? Yeah, well, that's what I just said to Dave. Dave thinks, oh, Trump is terrible and he had nefarious reasons. And yet Biden is like the tooth fairy, you know, coming down from above and is totally exonerated, you know? this, This is incredible to everybody else except us. Yeah. And the bottom line is, I'm, I'm tired of this. I'm tired of the, the, the two-faced. I'm tired of it. And it's not going to stop. Uh, you know, you know where all the bodies have been buried. You've been in this business long enough. People know the truth. You know the truth. And these Democrats roll on and say, Oh, it's no problem. It's no problem. He's he's all right. He's all right. It's it's done. Well, did you hear Mark also Sorry. what David what David just said? What it, which was what's so outrageous was well, Trump had more documents. I mean, that's like yeah. uh, that's like uh, okay. Well, he drove drunk ten times, and the other one drove drunk six times. So the ten times is such a bad person, and the six. Oh, don't worry about those. I mean, give me a no, break. No. That logic just that Thank is you, that is ridiculous. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much. You're the best of the best. And I wish you had a TV show, too. Oh, thank you very much. You are terrific. 
Thank you very much, Mark. Love you very much and appreciate your call. Again, everybody, a special number tonight. It's 833-969-4447. 833-969-4447 is the special number to call. Let's go after this. We'll go to your calls, everybody. I want to hear your thoughts. Uh, we all think it is utterly hypocritical, other than David, who called in, who said, boy, Biden is so great, but Trump is just terrible. Even though they did now, it turns out the same thing. Why were they clearing out Biden's office a few days before? And now we find out they discovered classified documents and some that had a top classification. Boy, this sounds really fishy. 833-969-4447. The Rita Cosby Show. And if you're just joining us, we're talking about this big news that apparently the Justice Department is reviewing classified documents that were found at Joe Biden's private office. And again, as we were just talking about with David, who called in, these are documents that he should not have had because he had already left. They were from his tenure as vice president. And apparently a series of them were listed as top secret. And he knew this. People on his team knew it. And yet they were still going out and vilifying President Trump about Mar-a-Lago. It is amazing. Uh, By the way, tomorrow night on the show, we are going to talk about President Biden's visit to the border and also his visit to Mexico City just a little bit ago. uh, And he was there at the summit, the Mexico summit, with Obrador, the president of Mexico, and Trudeau of Canada. And he was asked about these classified documents, and he would not answer. He ignored the press. Because a lot of press are now going, wait, 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 wait. They saw the big headlines. They heard about the guns blaring, the FBI showing up in the pre-dawn raid, you know, uh, like it was like a wanted terrorist at Mar-a-Lago. And they were asking him and he wouldn't answer. So this just looks, I think, so bad for President Biden. What are your thoughts, everybody, tonight? Our special number is 833-969-4447. 833-969-4447. I'm waiting for the apology to President Trump. Let's go to line one. Let's go to Melania uh, from Florida. Uh, Melania, what are your thoughts about this? This is pretty amazing, this new information that he had documents that he shouldn't have had by any shape or form. Go ahead, Melania. Isn't this an interesting development, Rita? <laughs> I mean, Melania. I look, Melania. It sounds yeah. like uh, you got a Slovenian accent there. Well, maybe a little bit, Rita. I tell you, I cannot wait for the FBI to go through Dr. Jill's drawers <laughs> looking for confidential information. You know, I think. The support holes can fit many, many documents. Uh, well, well. By the way, I by the way, I do love the accent there. <laughs> very good. That was actually a very good, you know, impression. I'll give you that. Um, and you're right because remember they did rifle through Melania's stuff and also Barron's stuff too. 
Uh, but Melania, I love the call and I love that accent. I do know the real Melania, so you need to work on it a little bit, but you're pretty close. I would say it's pretty good. <laughs> Let's go to uh, Morty on line two. Uh, go ahead, Morty, on line, uh, on line two from New Jersey. What do you make of this? Boy, is this... This is like hypocritical. It is, it is amazing, actually. You know, I, I mean, the degree that they were going through everything, uh, the personal stuff of Melania, the, the Barron's, remember, it was like bear, a closet, I think, in Barron's room. Uh, and now, you know, it's like a free pass to Joe Biden. What a, what a, like a joke. Can you hear me, Rita? Yep, I hear you, Morty. Go ahead. So, really quick, I, I, I'm actually surprised. Two, uh, well, three things, actually, really quick. First, I'm surprised that uh, Stan doesn't have anything to say. Doesn't have anything to say. I would, I would have thought that he would have been the first one on the line, you know, to, to defend him about the document. You know, that's a great point. He's a little slow tonight. He's slow on the draw. But what do you think, Morty? So, so really quick. The second thing is, um, I'm not sure if you're not familiar with it. You might be the uh, KGB defector Yuri Bezmenov. He's like 29 years ago did an interview about this. He said that uh, this was going to happen now, and it is. But he said that you could shower people with facts, show them the proof right in front of their faces, bring them to, like, you know, I guess, uh, you know, bring them to anything that would show them direct proof, and they would still deny it. And that's exactly what's going on now. Um, and by the way, by I the way, that- Morty, that's what the media is doing tonight, too. I mean, that's what's the most amazing thing. The media is like, just like David, like, this is different. It's uh, a little less documents. Uh, Joe Biden surely didn't know. It's like, give me a break. Anastasia, real quick on line one. Anastasia, super quick. Your thoughts about this. We just have a few seconds left. Go ahead, Anastasia. Good evening, Rita. Thank you for taking my call. I am getting kind of tired of Biden's nonsense, the hypocrisy of this entire administration. Great point. Hypocrisy is a great word, Anastasia. You are right on. But guess what? They've been busted tonight. The Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.